Uh, do you consent to being recorded in the state of Massachusetts? Yes, I do. In the Commonwealth? The Commonwealth. Okay, so I have my agenda. The one you but, sent me? Yeah. But I, I feel like we also have some business up front, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Where's your dog? He is uh, on the couch looking out the window. Okay. He's over there. Okay. So this may become our first podcast episode recording, depending on how it goes. Right. If so, do you think people will be able to differentiate our voices? No. Okay. So why don't you introduce yourself, though, in an attempt? Oh, I wanted to introduce each other. Oh, you can do that. (laughs) Do whatever you want. Yes. So I am introducing my sister, Ryan. Ryan is um, an adult. I won't say exactly how old she is. Um, I don't know what she does. Something um, robots, internet. No, no work. We don't talk about work here. Okay. Bruno. Uh, she um, lives in a beautiful beachside condo with her dog, Clark, who is lovable but insane. Did you write this down? No, I'm speaking off the cuff. Oh, okay. You looks like you were reading from something. No, I'm trying to get on my Gmail. Oh, that's okay. Um, she gets obsessed with things for one to two months and learns everything about them and buys product from that and then moves on. And (laughs) that's really fun. She loves, um, working out and, um, a little soccer. Yeah. Okay. And (laughs) she likes to work out. I do, but I haven't lately. Beauty products. And, Mm um, she's very up on all the things that um, younger generation knows and I am not. So she will be helpful in that regard. Okay, great. So that's Ryan. Welcome. Oh my God. Oh, thank you. See, I think our voices sound different, but I've been told by many I people think, that they don't. Right. I think they sound yeah. different, but many people tell me they do sound exactly the same. Okay. So I can introduce you. Yes. Jillian or Jill. Mm-hmm. Jillian is older than me. The question everyone was wondering. She's the older sister, <laughs> yes. but not the oldest. We are one of three girls. She's in the middle. Yes. We grew up in Staten Island, New York. Yes. Proud of it. But our whole family lives in Massachusetts now. Boston's the Commonwealth. The city in the world. Sorry. Um, so, yeah, we, you know, our pop culture news is designated of Boston by way of New York or however you say that. Um, how do I describe a problem like Jillian? <laughs> Jillian is my best friend. She's very type A and organized. She loves to clean. And even if she doesn't love it, she like compulsively needs to do it. She can't go to sleep if the dishes are in the sink. Correct. She is very up on pop culture. I would say more than me. She's even though she's busier now and I'll explain why in a moment. (laughs) She still is like pretty up to date what's going on. She loves history and knows a lot about history and like political systems. So I go to her a lot with questions about like, what's the legislative branch versus the executive branch or just like very basic questions that I should probably know as an American citizen. And you probably learned in the sixth to 12th grade, but forgot. Yeah, which I loved those grades and and what we learned in that time. Um, she loves, she used to play basketball and she still likes basketball. She loves Sue Bird and watching sports. But I learned recently only if we're like in playoffs and it's really exciting. She's not like super into watching every like New York Jets football game. No, I don't um, have that kind of time. She watches like the same three shows every <laughs> night, all day, like while she's working and to go to bed. And she usually goes between West Wing, Gilmore Girls, The Crown, The Newsroom, um, you know, some of these things. She is a wife and a mother, but I did not want to start by introducing her as that because that's wow. not to find you as a Thank person. You, um, so yeah, she's got a little baby. So she's been busy lately and I'm sure we'll hear from the baby every <laughs> once in a while. I want to hear pop culture updates on like what's going on with Sesame Street. We'll get to that later. Bob, RP. Um, yeah. Did I miss anything? That's you. No. Yeah. Thank you very much. That was much nicer than I gave you. No, I disagree. That yours was very nice and shows how many hobbies I have. Yes. And also I'm sure we will get on our New York soapbox many times throughout the mm-hmm. course of this pod. And we hate to be New York snobs, but we kind of are. Yeah. I just had a four day old bagel. That was rough. rough. I'd quote a New York bagel, but didn't taste like it. 
Yes, okay. shout out Aunt Penny who got us New Jersey bagels. I too have been continuing to have them, but they're not. That was my ideal. last one, thankfully. I was like, I got to get rid of this. They can't be at my house more. anymore. Yeah. Maybe I'll come get some. Um, one thing I wanted to disclaim is there will be profanity on this podcast. I don't know about from you, Jill, but I know from me, I swear quite a lot. Can't I'm help sure. it. Sorry, mom and dad. They yell at me all the time, but where do you think I learned it from? And yeah, so all of our gal pals, if you're listening with your kids in the car, like, hey, Meredith and Nora, like that's <laughs> totally, you know, up to you. If I mean, Meredith probably knows more swear words than we do. So yeah, but also like I was thinking about this. I was like, maybe I shouldn't because of our friends, but like, fuck that. It's my <laughs> podcast. It's an adult podcast. They can listen when they want to and where they want to. So like, sorry. I'm, I'm going to be swearing. Yes. Um, we plan to put these out weekly on Thursdays. And some of our dates in the beginning might be off because I'm going to try to pre-record some of these before the holidays. So we might be like today, for example, talking about Kirstie Alley dying. Very sad. Mm-hmm. Even though when you listen to this, that might have happened a few weeks ago. So please give us the grace of God in these first few episodes as we, you know, get these up and running. Find our footing. And with that, I thought, Jill, we could say the name of our podcast, which sounds so lame to say, but it is, you want to say it at the same time? If you'd like to. Okay. It is good, good, not not great, (laughs) which I still think is a good name that we came up with like three years ago. We said we were going to do this. I agree. And there will be one podcast on the archives that I think Brian deleted that we recorded on our way from Boston to York in a car. And it was lovely. And it was yeah. probably the a millionth time Ryan has told me to go to therapy. So <laughs> I talked about that in therapy recently, but I'll hold off. But the reason it's called good, not great is I don't know if other pop culture folks or families do this, but I feel like so many times, especially growing up, one of us would like go see a movie mm. and then we'd see the other person in the morning, like at the kitchen table. And you'd be like, oh, how was that movie last night? I'd be like, ah, eh, good, not great. Or like, how was that concert you went to? How was that new song? Like, how was that book you read? Ah, good, not great. How was that the new ferry that just came out instead of the death ship? Eh, good, not great. Did you go on it? I'm just making a joke. Oh, okay. I was like, what? (laughs) Uh, Like, I'm going to see Matt Rogers tonight. I'm sure it will be great and great. But if it wasn't, I'd be like, oh, good, not great. You know? Yeah. So that's the name. Also, as my favorite band, Five Seconds of Summer, Five Sus taught me, it's all about the acronym. And G&G is a good acronym. Great acronym. Yeah. It almost sounds like GTG. I was going to say the exact same thing. Yeah. What is that? good to go or G to G? And someone's like, that's my line. Oh, it's Bachelorette. Kirsten Dunn says it to James Marsden. And he says oh. like, that's my thing. Anyway. Um, bef- I have a couple questions for you. One, I have an existential question about celebrities that I was thinking to- about last night while I was listening to Matt Rogers on Danny Pellegrino's podcast. Mm-hmm. Is like, you are much nicer than I am about celebrities and people and like giving them a fair shot I try to be yeah and we're, we're not Perez Hilton's we don't want to bully anyone and no. I feel like a lot of the podcasts we listen to they talk about celebrities and they sometimes get into the dish but they're like nice respectful yes and I was like I don't want to be mean but I still want to talk about pop culture and have it be the focal point and like if I don't like a celebrity I'm you know I'll probably I'm gonna be real well, let's be honest, Ryan. The people that are going to listen to this are under 10. So I don't no, think- No, we're going to have millions. You, I'm going to quit my job by the end of this year because we're going to be so- The end of Oh, not, not the end of this year. <laughs> end of next year. Um, well, whatever. So I don't think it'll get back to anyone. I don't think you'll be hurting anyone's feelings. Like you and don't I think know that. Even if you Like dislike- Danny Pellegrino says that and then Candace comes on the podcast and what if he says something really mean to her about her? Anyway, continue. Anyway, I don't think we will be saying anything- you know, it all comes from a place of criticism and not, we don't dislike people for stupid reasons. That's what I'm trying to say. I do sometimes, but that, that brings me to my question is, do you feel like celebrities quote, or people who like are famous for something because they're put like housewives, for example, it's like, because they're putting themselves out there, do we have the right to comment and judge them or say stuff because they were like, we're putting ourselves on TV. Like they don't come to our job and be like, oh, you're doing a crappy job. I don't think we have a right to criticize them about stupid stuff, but yeah, like if your job is to entertain me, yeah, I'm going to comment on the entertainment. Okay, Customers of your job and my job, they can comment on what we do. 
I don't really work with customers, but yeah. You know what I mean? I'm, you know. I know. I mean, either way, like I said, we're still going to talk about celebrities and I'm sure I will be mean at some point in time, but right. I was but just I don't think just because they're celebrities are in the public eye, you're allowed to be like, it's like how people say mean. like, like if paparazzi takes pictures of your kids and they're like, well, you, you were asking for, for it, you're yes. famous, but that's like bullshit because it's like, no, I, I, I agree for that, you know, or even right. just to like be talked about in page six. It's like people say it comes with the job. So I guess, but I don't know. In the worst season of the newsroom, season three, um, uh, BJ Novak actually buys the newsroom. Yes, it's very funny. It's not funny, but it's like so weird that that's what happens. And he installs like a stalker app on their, um, I guess, website. And Olivia Munn doesn't like it. She works in the newsroom. And she says, what is X equal? Like if I make a million dollars, does that mean people can know where I am all the time? Talk about people I don't like it. I'm going to talk shit about for no reason, Olivia Munn. Well, but anyway, I, continue. I'll stand for her. But that's what I'm Ugh. saying. Like, I don't think it's because you have a TV show. You should be like, we should just make up stupid shit about you and comment on every single thing and be really mean. Like, it's, yeah. you know, whatever. Wait, but go back to explaining what happened. It was a tracker on a website. And yeah, it so, said, like, it, like people could just write in like, oh, I just saw Jimmy Kimmel drunk outside of a bar. Or like Dumois. It did, exactly. It was like Dumois. But it was like mm-hmm. totally made up. And I, I think Aaron, our Lord and Savior Aaron Sorkin, was trying to pin commenting. Like, was David yeah. Harbour in that episode? Babe of I all babes. I don't remember. Okay. Well, my next question for you is I wrote a brief description for the podcast because you have to include that on like Spotify and other platforms. Mm-hmm. And I read some of like my favorite pods, what theirs was. But I w- so I'm going to read this to you and you let me know <laughs> if you like it or if in you real would time. Yeah. Okay. So this to be the podcast description. Two sisters, one unbreakable bond, a shared, obsession, a shared obsession for pop culture and all that entails. They talk fast, so you better keep up. Basically the Gilmore Girls of podcasting. What are your notes? I think the first sentence and a half was good, but okay. they talk fast, so you better keep up. The Gilmore Girls of podcasting, I, I dislike. That's fine, but you better keep up was a Grease reference. The musical grief, grief. Better shape up. Oh, okay. You're right. Come at me, bro. All right. So well, it's a work in progress, but I thought yeah. I would read that to you live. Yes. And okay. I those are some of my business things to get through. Um, there are other like segments and things I could pitch to you, but maybe we should just do that at another time. Yeah, or do it live. But um, yeah. if you want to get right into stuff, I um, yeah. have seen two episodes of Sex Lives of College Girls season two. Oh my God, tell me everything. I feel the same way I feel about the first season that like, it's very... Did you listen to Zoe Simmons talk about it on the Ringer podcast? Okay, continue. I feel like it's very juvenile and that's not how college really is, but I haven't been in college in 12 years, so what do I know? Um, What is juvenile about it? Like... No, I just want your example. College, we're going to go outside in our underwear and run around the snow or we're going to go... Everyone did that at Northeastern. I have never been... They like, every year had the underwear run. I never did it because I was like, I hate being cold, but it was a thing. I have never been the least bit scantily clad on my college campus. Like, yeah, but that's you. And also every single person is just not having sex all day long. That's what I was saying to my therapist. I was like, does this show make me wish I had more sex in college? Because like there no. were people there, the opportunity. She's like, yeah, but that's a show. I was like, yeah, but there." she's like, before I can even say it, she's like, you're thinking this because of Sex Lies with College Girls, right? You watch that show? I was like, yes. She was like, yeah, that's why you're thinking about it. But it, it does make me miss that you really have nothing to do. Like you wake up, uh, you go to class, you meet your friends for lunch. Then you go to class, you meet your friends for dinner. Then you go I to know. class, then you go and have drinks with your friends. And that's- even they're like sitting, which like, wait, I'm sure everyone mentions this, like, that's no way that would be their freshman dorm. Although I guess it's supposed to be like an Ivy League school. Somebody. But they have this like nice common room. Yeah. And, and they sit in there a lot. And I was thinking, I was like, that would be sick. Like, but then I was trying to think like my junior year was the first year I had like a suite with a common room. And I was like, did Nicole and I like sit in there and do our homework? But never because I only did my homework at work. That's true. I, if you remember my sophomore year, we had a pretty nice suite. And yeah, we with those there. weird rooms. Yeah, we hung out there all the time. I don't remember. I mean, but I like never doing homework. homework. I know you had a TV, like you guys watch TV out there. We yeah, would no, do that I, in our room or I guess yeah, in the common room sometimes. Yeah, no, I only would do homework at work or at the library. But yeah. this goes back to my saying, like, I would go yeah. to school for the rest of my life. 
but you say that, but you'd want to do homework and like write essays. I never want to take like a math test again. It's nice when you're done with work, depending on what your job is. Like with my job, I just turn my computer off and like buy till tomorrow morning. Yeah, but like we're like reading books. Well, not me anymore, but like you would be doing the same things you would be doing if you were in college. Like I know, but you'd be old and be sad. No. Okay. Well, anyway, more about sex lives with college girls. You know what's one thing I really like about it is that I all four main girls. I feel like built into like Optimus Prime is me. Like they each have a component. Like Bella loves comedy and Seth Meyers and wants and loves Conan and like wants to be in comedy. Whitney loves soccer and playing soccer and she's like competitive. Kimberly's like sheltered, didn't have sex in high school. Like we're like socially awkward and Layton's queer. So I was like, oh my God, like all these girls. (laughs) Yes. Um, But also, just about like the diversity on it yeah like it's still two white girls it's yeah yeah but like but would it have been weird if we had did like an asian a black girl an indian girl and a white girl well i'm sure mindy thought about that i'm but sure I, but i know by the talk i went to school with all white people i know but i i think what happens in that scenario that i've seen in the past is like say you have a brochure for a college and that's the picture on the front <laughs> it's a black girl an asian girl a white girl an indian girl people are like they obviously just went to like the diversity quota right and got these four people i still think it's better than having four white girls and it's better yes. representation yes. you know for non-white people out there but it yeah i i th- obviously i think they thought about that for a very long time and did that on purpose like also i watched a bunch of renee rap singing videos the other day because i forgot you know she was regina george which shout out to our cousin ashley because she was the one who told me to watch the show in the first place because she knew i'd like it and i'm obsessed with it recently or First no like first season she like dm'd me and was like do you watch the show like it's so funny i think you really like it i did not put the, that together that she was regina george until you just said that did we well, see that, her if, uh, yeah i think so because i i feel like that play wasn't on broadway for a very long time musical plays no songs oh sorry mean girls musicals we're talking about and so i feel like we must have saw it and did we see ashley park is that her last name maybe from Emily we, and Paris. I think we saw the original cast. Oh my goodness. The original so- cast recorded. Which that musical is garbage. I was like watching clips of them singing Brian Park. Amazing singers. The girls who play Caddy and Janice and Regina, they were all singing and they were great. But I was like, these songs are so dumb. Right. Yeah. That's like any musical now, like, which I'm going to see six this weekend and I might eat my words. But like, everyone's now like, oh I'm my worried gosh. I overhyped it and I don't like it as much and you guys aren't going to like it, but we'll see. Like the new, um, there's going to be a musical coming out about um, Almost Famous. And everyone's like giving it rude rules. I'm like, I'm going to ask you about this. But we have to see it. We love Almost Famous. And they're doing like original songs plus like Elton John, Tiny Dancer. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Are they going to sing Fever Town? <laughs> like that's the main song? Probably. But Who I'm just like, everyone's the like, Jason got... Lee. <laughs> no, no names. Oh, okay. But- all, yeah, except the girl who plays the mother, the Frances McDormand role in the movie, okay. was in the Carol King musical, which I still haven't seen that I need to sing. Yeah, and I'm sure Penny Lane is the cool main character. I don't know if she's the main character, but she's yeah. a pretty prominent character, and I think they get more into like her background and you know, rolling yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Any other sex lives with college girls thoughts? Um, Do you feel I, like you- okay? Go ahead. I've just started episode three and I yeah. just saw Julie Louis Dreyfus's son. I did. I learned that last night on jam session that that's same. who that is. Same. Um, and like I said, jam session, I only knew his existence because he was on the Northwestern college basketball team and they were like, oh, in the tournament. well, they were in the tournament like a couple of years ago and JLD and her husband went and that's, it got like prominence because they were her husband. Is he anyone? Oh, he's a com- comedy writer. He wrote oh. on SNL with her when she was on. She was only on for one season. She had a terrible time. She said it was horrible and everyone was mean to her and sex like, and gross. And I, I think don't Jenny Slate kind of had a similar experience, but she was a writer. Yeah. Um, but she knew him. They were like hired together because he was like a writer and a comedy troupe. Oh, so they already did. knew each other before yeah. SNL. Yes. NSL. They have, yes. They have been together for a very, very long time. Okay. I mean, she's the best. She's the best. If but anything I'm- ever came out about her, it would be like, that'd be a hard one to lose, you know? Yeah. Also, I was thinking about that last night. If it ever comes out that like Conan's a predator, I'm going to be so upset. Oh, God. Don't even. I know. Everyone says how nice he is, but like I'm just saying. 
but obviously I've only seen like two sentences or two lines that this kid has said, but like, oh, yeah. is he in the show because his mom, Julie Woodreifus, or is he an actor? We'll, we'll have to see. I thought he's in a later episode more, I guess. And I thought he was good actor and I didn't know he was JLD's son. So hopefully. I was Googling him and he was in that show Bel Air, which was like the drama take on. Oh <laughs> God. Yeah. yeah. Did that, that, that's not the whole show, is it? I couldn't tell you. It's on Peacock, oh, I think. So, so far, did you like season one better than season two of Sex Lives? I can't tell a difference. It's the same. It's fine. Okay. Oh, it's just fine. All it's right. Fine. I, it's, it's fine. Okay. Shall we move on? Yes. Can we talk Kirsty? Oh, yes. Just really quick. Big RIP to Kirsty Alley. You know, for I, I was thinking of It Takes Two, like immediately. I didn't even think about Look Who's Talking until... Caitlin oh. sent that Jonathan Travolta video. I forgot how much I love all those movies, but especially the third one because it's about dogs. And Cheers. You, I think you said that in the text. Yeah. I mean, it's immediately what I thought of. Look who's talking. The ma- you didn't think of The Masked Singer? <laughs> she no, was on The Masked Singer? <laughs> I've not seen two seconds of The Masked Singer. Well, you're missing out. Uh, but also another shout out to our Lord and Savior, Kirsten Dunst. Uh, Drop Dead Gorgeous. My queen. Amazing. Oh, yeah. Who, is she her mom? Or yes. Janny is? No, Janny is. Does Janny have the fucked up hand because it was like burnt? No, that or was that's... Kirsten Dunst's mom. And that's um, oh, why can't I can't think of her so name. It's so gross just thinking about that. Janny is the best friend of Kirsten Dunst's mom in that. Um, okay. Kirsten Alley plays Denise Richards' mom. She's that, that young, Denise? They're probably like same age as Kirsten. No, she's probably like 50. So 20 year difference. Guess what Kirsten Dunst's middle name is? I don't know. Carolyn. Kirsten Caroline Dunst. She's only 40. Born in Point Pleasant, New Jersey. Yes. God, she couldn't be any better. Denise is definitely older than 40. 51. That's something. Yeah, so it's 20 year difference. So that's not great, but that could happen, especially. 11 um, year difference. No, 71 is Kirsty. Oh, I thought you meant Kirsten Dunst, which is what Sorry. I was. Okay. Apologies. So, yeah, but it, talk to me more about Kirsty Alley's Scientology, because I don't really know anything about it. Because, like, I mean, we used to love her. We stand her growing up. She was, it takes two. She was, like, talking. She was, like, the hot mom and some of the stuff. She was funny. I feel like she reminded me of our mom, like, a little bit, you know, mm. not in looks, but in, like, comedy. Um, But then, like, what happened? When did we lose her? Like, when, when did, did she stop lo- acting? I don't think she ever stopped acting. She just, um, you know, hit like all female. Like Sally Field says. What does Sally Field say? That there's like, you can't act when you're old because one movie she was Tom Hanks's mom and another she was his love interest. Yeah. There's a funny Amy Schumer JLD skit about that, about once you get old in Hollywood and you become unfuckable and Tina Fey's in it too, I think. That's what I think. And she had um, she had that show, Veronica's Closet. I don't think anyone watched it. Maybe a few people. Sorry. Apologies. Um, and she um, had the Jenny Craig um, campaign. So there I feel was like a- that was obviously a big story. It's like she gained a bunch of weight. Like, right. You know. So, yeah. So that was like a thing. Um, but I think just um, she like wasn't getting the offers. And was she always a Scientologist? I think John Travolta brought her into it. He sucks. That's nice. Which sucks because I always like him. Like I watch him on like the hairspray behind the scenes and he seems nice and fun. And like he posts nice things about Sandy and Kirstie Alley when they die. But then it's like, I think he's kind of a crazy Scientologist. I know. I know. It is crazy. Okay. Anything else you want to say about Kirstie Alley dying? Um, that everyone should watch Drop to Gorgeous. Mm. I think it's on Hulu. And that it's really sad. And 71 is young. And mm-hmm. like everyone go to your doctor and get checked for cancer. You know, what kind of cancer was it? Do you know? I, I don't. I don't yeah. know if anyone knows. What I was surprised when we were talking in our group text last night about how John Travolta like potentially didn't get treatment for his son because of Scientology is that Kelly Preston had breast cancer, but she did get treatment at MD yeah. Anderson, which is like one of the best cancer hospitals. So I'm surprised. I thought it was just like she died because she was like, I'm not getting treatment because I'm so intelligent. No, I'm sure post their son dying, <clears throat> she made some. Also, I always want to say Jamie Presley when I say Kelly Preston, and they're two completely different people. In um, Kirstie Alice's book, her 2012 memoir, The Art of Men, when I began doing solid 
Scientology, I was a drugged out mess. Me too. She stumbled upon Scientology during a dark period of her life in the late 1970s. I'd done enough cocaine to kill several people. I weighed 112 pounds. We didn't have the term in 1979, but I was a hot mess. I thought she was going to say anorexic. (laughs) Didn't have the term. I mean, sympathies to her for all that, but that's terrible writing. That's in her book. Oh, but where did you just read that from? Wikipedia? Newsweek. Oh, okay. Oh, goodness. But it does, people die in threes, and I've been worried because we had I, I'm sorry, but I don't even know the person's name. The other woman in Fleetwood Mac, who is Stevie Nicks, died. Yeah. Um, Bob McGrath from Sesame Street, died. and Kirstie Alley. I didn't know Lisa Marie Presley was a Scientologist. This is is she? Yeah, that's who is she with said. now. No idea. I thought she was like with someone cool. No idea. Um, her mom was so hot. Oh wait, no, she is the mom. No, no, Priscilla. Priscilla, I'm sorry. Don't get mad. Um. <laughs> But yeah, she was so hot, the mom, back in the day. Oh, this is what I was, I was reading Nicolas Cage's Wikipedia recently, obviously, and they were married, Lisa Marie and Nicolas Cage, for two years. Then she's been divorced four times, and Nicolas Cage also, like. I know, he just gets married all the time. Five. Jeez, a Lou. Okay. Sorry, Kirsty, we'll miss you. I will pour one out. She put Staten Island on the map. And it takes two. <laughs> it's about how horrible it is that all the kids go to the dump and you go get them. And then you had to drive all the way there. I got to go to Staten Island. <laughs> Staten Island. That's like how that movie starts. Um, another current event topic I wanted to talk to you about was Kiki Palmer. Who's her boyfriend partner? So this is what I want to talk to you about. So Kiki Palmer hosted SNL this weekend and announced that she was pregnant. She's 29 years old child mother i mean muscle tough younger than me um okay but i was thinking the same thing like you know is she in a relationship like blah 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 so obviously i went to her wikipedia um and i just i obviously went right to personal life right and i just wanted to read you some of uh, her wikipedia so it says she has said she does not want her sexuality defined by labels and said that people should be fluid with labeling themselves as their identities can change big snaps Palmer has struggled with anxiety and depression. In 2019, as part of the You Know Me campaign, she shared via Twitter that she had an abortion at the age of 15. Palmer has been dealing with polycystic ovary syndrome her entire life. While hosting Saturday Night Live on December 3rd, 2022, Palmer announced she was pregnant with her first baby with boyfriend Darius Jackson. The duo reportedly crossed paths for the first time in May 2021 at a Memorial Day party hosted by Issa Rae and Diddy. Though neither the Nope star nor the fitness instructor confirmed the rumor. What a personal life section. So he's a fitness instructor. Yeah. Didn't necessarily like put them together, but she had a party. No. And yeah. Host about Easter and Diddy. Let's not, we forget Diddy. Apologies to Diddy. Yeah. Apologies to this man. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> all comes back. Um, like I knew her from Disney Channel. I feel like I know her so long. I don't know. Right. I was like, I feel like I was just bored knowing who Kiki Palmer. My thought was what kind of sucks is I bet she was booked a while ago to host SNL and then she's pregnant and she's starting to show. She said in her monologue, like people are, you know, asking her, commenting on it and like their rumors and whatever. And I was like, it sucks. She probably felt like she was showing to a point where she had to announce it on SNL. I I mean, like maybe they could have hidden it. Maybe she wanted to. But I was like, doesn't that suck? Like you feel like you have to announce it because you're showing enough, but she maybe didn't want to announce it yet. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, to be fair, she announced it, you know, she, unless someone was like blackmailing her to put it on the news, which I don't think anyone would care or find out that Kiki Palmer is pregnant or not. Like she chose to talk to the Kiki hive, but let's go back to you said it best polycystic ovary ovary syndrome. Yeah. What is that? when you get cysts in your ovaries i believe and they like can pop and explode and i think sometimes you have to have a hysterectomy so i'm surprised she got pregnant that's great um yes i'm very pcos you've you've heard it yeah i know i know i know yeah um it just gives hope to so many people that that you can also 29 okay that's (laughs) not young (laughs) she's born in 1993 but i mean it's not young to have a baby like it is to me. To you. She's a small baby. 
Okay. But anyway, yeah, I just like didn't know. And then obviously I was reading about her and her boyfriend. I guess she's usually pretty private about who she dates. And I obviously saw a page six timeline of their relationship, which is exactly what I needed. Thank you, page six. And then 2021 they met? Mm-hmm. May so, 2021. So post-pandemic relationship. Also, it's like, who knows if they this was a little surprise or they it sounds like they're really in love, like from what I read, because usually yeah, she never says if she's dating anyone, but she posted like a nice thing for his birthday or something. How old is he? Mm, that's a great question. Also, when it said instructor, my first thought was like, is he a Peloton instructor? Like, is he famous for that? Why? They make a lot of money. No, I know. But I was like, that seems to be the thing nowadays. Like a lot of people are dating. Not a lot of people. One other girl I know who's a model is dating a Peloton instructor. So it's like, I don't know. It's just funny. Um, Darius Jackson, who also goes by Darius Dalton, works in both fitness and entertainment. Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, I forgot to mention in your intro that you're an Aquarius. (laughs) So I don't know how old he is. But But I'm sure I think he's only I think he's a few years. Also, there's a Darius Jackson American football running back. I don't think this is the same person. I think he's he's a fitness instructor to pay the bills and probably has um, entertainment aspirations and goals. So you think he's using Kiki? Did I say that? Yeah, I, I heard it implied. I don't know. I would hope not for Kiki's yeah. sake. Okay. Any other current events or Kikis that you want to discuss? Do you want to have a Kiki? Um, well, we could talk about the things that I um, wanted, came to talk about. Like what? Okay. Um, one thing, you don't get the People magazines that mom gives me. No, because uh, I don't read magazines. Right. And I don't find time to read them, but I have been reading them at night when it's like nine o'clock and I'm going to bed. <laughs> when the demons come. <laughs> You're like, I've been reading them at night when. <laughs> um, so they had People Sex Man Alive, Chris Evans, whatever. Don't care. Ah, uh, not whatever. The best Chris. Anyway, so they have throughout the magazine other sexy men and they do like sexy at every age, blah, blah, blah. So like they have just like short little blurbs, like two sentences about my favorite, whatever. Yeah. Were there any of my men in it? Like Anders or anyone? No, 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 no. Okay, continue. Um, So they have men in it with pictures of their dogs, which lovely, cute, who doesn't think that's sexy. But in the blurbs, they don't say the dog's name the dog's breed or the dog's age i think that serious journalists at People electric Magazine chair need to include that i need to know liam Hemsworth's dog adorable is it a girl or a boy what kind of breed probably is one it? of miley's dogs no um chris Hemsworth. i apologize oh, okay yeah. liam did not make it sorry whoa <laughs> well it has many people but we know did they name drop dodger chris evans dog they did, and they should have. Who is a mutt Dodger. from Georgia? They don't say that, though. I know all about Dodger. And they don't say his age, but they say Dodger. I believe he's eight. <laughs> um, but they had Gaten Matt Serrano as the 20 year old hot, sexiest man. We're going to have Stranger Things representation. It shouldn't be Gaten. Sorry. Anyway. Was Joe um, Keery in it? No. Oh. And your boy. Taker, he's not famous enough, but Joe Keery is. Okay. Um, Also, um, J-Lo is doing a Vogue cover, and though she does that stupid 73 questions. Yes. And one of the questions was the bodega order, and she said it would be ham and cheese. And I commented to you, my sisters, that that's a terrible bodega order. I don't remember you sending this, but I agree. That's gross. Yeah. So what would your order be? It's so easy. You can say it. Well, yours would be bacon, egg, and cheese on a poppy? Yes. But no matter the time of day. So I was thinking that too. So like, yes, yeah. at five o'clock in the morning. Bacon, egg, and cheese on a, a poppy child seed getting bagel. home from going out, it would be an egg and cheese on a roll. On a roll for you, yeah. And I would order that at 8 a.m. I'd order that at noon. I'd order that at It's a great p.m. dinner. Yeah. But sometimes you might get a tuna on wheat toast with lettuce, mayo, and tomato. Sometimes, sometimes I would get a turkey, chicken. turkey, cheese, bacon, mayo, my other sandwich. I have a problem with getting cold cuts at, not because I think it's But tuna is better? Just because it's weird. Like, you don't get cold cuts. At a bodega? Because that's like a sandwich you make at home. Like, if you're going to order. No, but theirs is better. And they put put way too much meat on. Sometimes I have to be, like, light on the turkey, more on the cheese and mayo. But That's why I have a problem with. They have the better bread. I disagree. Her ham and cheese order. 
I'm like, no. I just wouldn't get ham. That sounds gross to me. Also, on the Food News podcast, David Jacoby was saying, like, well, does she also have lettuce, tomato, onions, mayo? And Julia Littman was saying, like, well, I I think it's implied. But I was like, I don't know that's true, because obviously I don't put any of those things on my turkey and cheese sandwich. Right. So I was like, what if she's just eating ham and cheese on a roll? I think Um, that was the other thing, too. I think it was on a roll. I don't remember. Maybe I made that up. Okay. My other... um current thing is mm-hmm. i sent you new york magazine put on the cover yeah of their one. most recent magazine reasons we love new york they started doing it during the pandemic reasons we love new york because everyone was saying new york was over mm-hmm. so they did loved past tense but now they've kept it up and doing in the present oh day. i see and they have a lot of famous people on this cover mm-hmm. and i said to do you find baranski and you did yes and i didn't even zoom in i was proud of it i looked just at the because you know you could you could slide and see more zoomed in. I looked at just the first page to go find her. Okay. So there's a lot of people on this cover. Was that Alec Baldwin or did I make that up? You made that up. Who's the person in the orange hat walking a dog? It's Larry O'Connell. Oh, okay. Okay. So I'm going to say a name. Yeah. You're going to say if you know who the person is. Okay. (laughs) And if you don't know who the person is, the first thing that comes to mind. And there are 72 New Yorkers on the cover. Okay. And None I'm of them are randos. They're, ran- like, they're randos. I mean, like people in, in that photo them. in that photograph are these people like we're just walking on the street as a stranger or they're all like famous for something. If they did, they didn't note it. OK, but, OK. And they didn't all do it at the same time, obviously. So, OK, so I'm going to name a person you if you know who they are, just tell me the first thing that comes to your mind when you think of them. But if you don't know who they are, be like, I don't know who that person is. OK, you ready? And I'm not going to name them all for the listener. I'm just going to name the highlights for me. Okay. Christine Baranski. Understandable. That's all I think of. Sandra Bernhard. Oh, I think of Willa Grace. Midnight train to Georgia. Tom Brown. Tom Brown. I'm thinking Dan Brown, who wrote fucking Angels and Demons. But no, who's Tom Brown? Is Is it a T-H-O-M? Yes, it is. Okay, but continue. He's a fashion designer. He designed Courtney and Travis's looks for the Met Ball. He, um, Krieger and um, what's her wife's name? I can't think of her. Ashlyn right Harris, Ashley, how dare you? Um, dresses Ashley Harris all the time. Ashlyn. Ashlyn, apologies to Ashlyn. Yeah. Um, Mario Carbone. He's like a chef or something? Yes. So Carbone. Sauce? Rest, sauce. Get the but sauce. But isn't Carbone just, that's not named after him. Carbone the sauce. Ri- yeah. I thought that was like a place in Italy. No, that's why it's well, called carbone sauce. No, it's not. I mean, it's Mario Carbone's marinara sauce or Mario Carbone's tomato and basil sauce. But... Oh, I thought that was like a type, like a bolognese. Okay. Uh, Linda Evangelista. Mm, no, I don't know who that is. Sounds familiar. Okay. One of the super, super, super models back in the okay. day. Back in the day. And Reese- you know all these people without having to know? Look them up? The ones that I'm saying to you, yes. Yeah. Okay. Recently. There's people, there's people on here that I don't know. Um, recently she got a cool settlement from cool sculpt because she did a cool sculpt procedure years ago and it messed yeah. up her entire body. And then she, like, she was like hiding in her house for years and we never saw her because it messed oh up her body. God. Yeah. And she was like an Uber Naomi my belly hurt. Crawford supermodel and they ruined her body. I was just walking down the street one day and someone says, do you want to be a supermodel? I say, we, oh, uh, Julia Fox. Oh, I'm got jobs. Obviously. Uh, Fumado. I know Z-Way, she is a show. She's like a comedian. She's really funny. I've seen her clips on like Showtime and stuff. Is it that Do you know Z-Way? how to pronounce her? Yeah, pronounce her last name? No, I've never seen it written. I just always see Z-Way because that's the name of the show. Right. Do you Maggie... think Julia Fox has had Kanye West penis inside of her? Of course. Okay, continue. Maggie Haberman. No. She's going to be like someone cool, feminist, smart that I should know. She's very smart. She's very well-respected journalist for the New York Times and has been a White House reporter and wrote extensively on She's the not the one who the dates world. Kate McKinnon, does she? No, does Kate McKinnon date a New York Times writer? I think so. Tara told us this and that they I broke think- up and then they got back together and they were seen in New York at like a restaurant. I was not there for that conversation. Thank you, Maybe Tara. it was a New York Times, but a New York journalist. Tara's going to be our first guest, by the way. Friend of the pod. Yeah. Speaking of New York Magazine. Yeah. <laughs> Jill Cartman? Cargman. I was like, Eric Cartman's mom. I don't know. Invented cargo pants. No. She um, 
is an author. She had that show on um, Bravo, like Odd Mom Out, because she is like an Upper West Side mom, but it has like really dark black hair and like into goth. She is Drew Barrymore's ex sister in law. Who's her brother? Will Kargman, who Drew was married to. Uh, I don't know. Pamalakshmi. Top Chef. Spike Lee. Uh, New York Knicks games. <laughs> Kwame Anagochi. Oh, Kwame. I forget who that is. Top chef. We have to go to his restaurants. Okay. So all these people are mostly chefs. There's only been three. I know. Three? I thought it was only two. Carbone. Well, and okay, so, and Padma. Did you, they were saying on Food News that she has some crazy like thing in her tongue where she can like taste more flavors than normal people. And that's what they do that challenge on Top Chef that's like, can Padma's picks or something? Um, that's not what it's called, but they do have a crazy challenge on yeah. you blindfold you and you- It's like different it. ingredients or whatever. You just like taste a spice and you have to say what it is. And a lot of the chefs get it wrong. I would never know. Um, Lee Pace. No. He's an actor. He's like the internet's boyfriend. I'm so shocked you don't know Lee Pace, him. what is he in? Oh my God. A lot of things I don't see, but I know who he is because I'm abreast of society. Oh. Yeah, he was in The Hobbit. Oh, oh he's like older. I thought he was going to be like a young guy. Older? He's 43. That's not old. He was born in the 70s. I don't know. Like, I'm not saying I don't know people born in the 70s, but when you said internet's boyfriend, I thought it was going to be like, he's on Euphoria and do revenge. Like, he's young. Or he's on like White Lotus or something. Emily Ratajkowski. Of course. What do I think of? She was in um, that Amy Schumer movie. Pretty, Feeling Pretty, whatever that movie's called. Oh, I never saw that. But obviously right now, Pete Davidson. Mm. Paul Rudd. Who is that? I love Josh. Um, Chuck Schumer. <laughs> Stop emailing me. That's what I fucking <laughs> think of Chuck Schumer. <laughs> Uh, Elliot Spitzer. Oh, like creepy prostitute, New Jersey, New York. Oh, okay. But here's my thought. I just wanted to say, but Elliot is Spitzer. he like reclaimed? Yes. What like, is he? Was he a congressman, senator? What was his political position? Governor. Gov- governor. Okay. So I knew at the time it was bad because obviously you can't be like the state's highest law enforcement person and give us the, the background for the he. What did he do? Call girls. But like he had sex with them. Yeah, he just like they escorted him to parties or something, and no, he was I, married. Yes. Okay. Um. So like, give me what was a good New York Post headline? Like Spitz is in the pits. Like Spitz with the bitches. Like you. What was what would have been one back in the day? Oh my god, I'm sure they were hilarious. Spitzer, I barely know her. Here we <laughs> ho again. Oh my god. Uh, uh Spitz eaten grin. <laughs> New segment. What was the New York Post headline at the time? Oh, God. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> Pay for love, gov. Oh, okay. I like that one. Anyway. But yeah. what I was going to say is he's reclaimed, like, he's, like, back, like, just living his life, blah, blah, blah. So, like, I get he was wrong because he was New York's highest law enforcer, the governor, and he was breaking the law. But, like, for adultery and stuff, like. You're saying he could be Anthony Weiner. Like, he could do worse things? No. no there are I'm worse saying, things he could do? I'm saying I'm fine with people being reclaimed for, like just being adulterers messy in their personal life okay but now we're welcoming back but like it wasn't a good look i mean it's it was good like he broke the law because prostitution's legal and cult girls are illegal and you were the governor like yeah but now we're cool with it oh that i mean i didn't think we were i think right. it's weird that he's in this if anything uh, put my boy wiener in there uh Tariq the corn kid obviously i know who Tariq the corn kid is but what do you think corn it's got uh, the juice. Justin Thoreau. Fuck Justin Thoreau is what I think. <laughs> oh, okay. Although I think of when he was the hot Irish guy in Charlie's Angels too. Yes. Full throttle. Um, I think of how this all like the paparazzi shots of him walking a dog. And of course he has a dog on the cover of this. Um, yeah. Article. But but they wouldn't say his name in People Magazine. The dog's uh, name. No, unless it was like a his or her name. I'm not assuming his dog's gender. Unless it was like a Justin Thoreau-centered article now, but I was offended that I don't know those dog's names. Anyway, Rami Youssef. Uh, Rami show on Hulu. That's all. Okay. Fun game. Fun game. I don't know. People. 
Um, what I want to know from you, Jillian, is which Housewives franchises do you currently watch or keep up with? Potomac. Yeah. Do not sleep on Potomac. Are you, how many episodes have you watched? Are you doing yeah, a rewatch? You're gonna, yeah, so I started Potomac. At not a rewatch, my, a first watch. A first watch. My new thing is lately I start shows and two episodes in, I'm like, I'm bored and I don't like this and I stop watching. I understand. Um, it's because we're in seasonal depression season, so nothing matters. But yeah, so I'm on episode five, I think I watched last night while I was doing the dishes. It ended with Karen Huger had them all in the yacht because she was trying to show Ashley Darby like how you throw a party, which is that you have an open bar. And then her <laughs> husband, Michael, tried to like get jump off the boat and swim and everyone was like, and Giselle was like, you do not do this. You do not. Yes, I remember that. That's that's where I am. But it's just funny because like I was listening to Matt Rogers and Danny Pellegrino and obviously listen to Las Culturistas and they'll talk about Potomac. So I kind of know where it's going and what's going to happen and like who gets divorced and stuff which I like knowing because I love a spoiler because I'm weird so it's just interesting like I know Katie's not on the show for long right no no yeah and like I assume Sharice and Eddie get divorced and I know she's back on the show now as like a friend of so it's just like interesting okay but you're but you're gonna soldier on I'm going to try because I know it's the best one and I like to know my history and context and go back like Beverly Hills. I just started randomly the pink dog season and I've just like kept on ever since. But I never watched all the old ones. Like I know a lot of the money moments like the bunny rabbit and stuff. And like I watched some of season one. You stole my goddamn house. But like, you know, I didn't watch them all. But anyway. So Potomac. Yeah. Um, Salt Lake City. Mm-hmm. I think Which I watched that last. right now. But our, Miami is now on Peacock, which is what I wanted to ask you. Real Housewives of Miami is back on Peacock. Why are they like denigrated a Peacock? So there was a Real House of Miami years ago. I think we only got yeah. two or three seasons, and then it just really, kind of like, yeah. It just oh, I kind thought of, it was on for a while because you watched that. Yeah, it kind of just fell off. Like nothing happened with it, mm-hmm. and I think um, Bravo has been trying to bring it back, but like obviously it fell off because they didn't have the viewership, so they thought let's put it yeah. on peacock to see and it's doing really well on peacock and now they yeah, that's they've, they've been doing that anyway like replaying all the peacock shows on bravo like months later like yeah so, i feel I like know. in the future we're just not going to have cable anymore and there won't be bravo so that this, they're like slowly like let's just go to the streaming hub and then we'll just like you know but we won't even have the bravo app it'll just be peacock or it'll be a universal app and you go you pay for it and you get all your universal shows and it'll be like viacom app which is Paramount Plus, basically. And then you go get all your Viacop shows. Okay. I mean, who knows? But okay, so those are what you watch. I mean, New York obviously is like not on right now, but you watch right. that. Right. Do you watch Atlanta? Um, sporadically. I hope not sporadically. I okay. used to keep up with it very well, but now I just catch it here and there. Are you going to watch Real Houses of Miami? Yes. You watch OC. Yes, mm, uh, sporadically recently. You don't watch Dallas. I did. I watched all of Dallas. Oh my God, you psychopath. What other ones are there? Dubai. Did you watch all that? Yes. Okay. God, um, you like those housewives, eh? Jersey, I'm sporadic. Oh, Jersey. I forget about Jersey. Sorry, everyone. Because I don't want this to be a housewives podcast because there's so many out there, but we will obviously mention them and the ones, but I don't watch many of them. Right. So I'm just curious, like, who you keep up with. I'm I'm on the periphery of all of them. But yeah, I watched Salt Lake last night, the latest one. And it's just like, you know. I can't it, remember, so it didn't make that. They were on a yacht, Jen Shaw put the champagne on the Angie K's head and they hate each other. Yeah. Jen Shaw's horrible. Go to jail. I just saw her. Oh, she was in um Vegas at like the most recent football game this weekend. I'm like, what is she doing? Like when it, oh, I remember living though. Wouldn't it be so funny if like we were on a podcast and I was like, I had your daughter's birthday party. I paid $15,000. $15,000 for anything. No. Like, how does this woman have $15,000? I mean, it's like, how are they for, that rich? I don't know. It's wild. I mean, just for like a wedding, but, but $15,000 for any other party seems ridiculous. Oh yeah. For a wedding. But yeah, even that's not even enough for a wedding. I imagine. Right. And, but yeah, Coach Shaw's birthday party doesn't even drink. Who gives a shit? Uh, yeah. A question I wanted to ask you is, what is this Babylon movie that Brad Pitt is in? Why is he in every movie lately? 
he's not in every movie lately. Well, he was in Bullet Train too, right? Yeah, but I also saw a commercial last night on Peacock, I assume, and I was like, oh, this is going to be for Bullet Train because I see Brad Pitt, and then is this a movie I've never heard of? Should I have heard of this movie? I mean, I don't think they're doing a lot of promotions now. They are, but like a while ago, they weren't. But it's Damien Chazelle who did La La Land, Oscar buzz, and um, he did First Man, that movie about Neil Armstrong, um, and it's a it's about like the early goings of the movie business when we went from silent films to talkies and it cares. and it's just about like the there's no rules like no regulations just like the insanity of putting a movie together and people trying to become famous and yada 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 this movie uh margot robbie uh, oh. toby mcguire oh that's he looks crazy in it yeah in the ad he's got yes. butthole eyes what? That's a terrible thing to say. I do know what I mean, but it's not. Nice Jean Smart. Jean Smart. Olivia Wilde. Like, sure. why do I know nothing about this movie? Well, I, you're not really into like the Oscar movies and like what's coming out. Like Flea is in it from <laughs> Jelly Peppers. Flea is like randomly in a lot of things. Like he was in like a Star Wars show. Like yeah, he's like an actor. Quote. Quote. Okay. Anyway. Um, another thing I want to mention to you is I'm not going to go in depth on the challenge because I know you don't watch it. I'm still watching. It's still such a good show. I love it so much. Johnny okay. Bananas turned 40 this week on the last episode. Okay. And he's act like athletically participating? Yes. <laughs> like, is he doing well, you mean? No, I mean, like, he's not like the um, host. Host? No, no. He, so this season is ride or die. So you come in with the partner and you pick them so like if you were famous from the challenge like you were coral you could bring me on even though i'm like not a challenge person or famous because i'm your sister and you want me to be your partner um so johnny bananas and nani are ride or dies because nani really wants to win this year because she's never won and her mom just died very sad very sad and you know they obviously have been on teams before and our friends former hookups so they are a, a squad and yeah he's c- competing and I'm part of me is like, oh my god, forty, but I'm like, he's probably forty five and lying about his age. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I don't know. I can't remember when his real world season QS yeah. came out because that was like right when he was in college. So if he's yeah. only six years older than me, would I have been like twelve, thirteen when that came out? I don't know. Mm, I don't know. I, I like... certainly watched it. I know. I don't think you were thirteen, were you? I'm sure. I mean, I don't know. I'm just and you saying, were watching so Real World I, I mean, we watched. I remember watching Austin when I was 11. So you were 13. Yeah. Real World Key West, 2006. So you were no graduating. So I would have been 18. You were 18. Unless, oh no, this is a different. I think this was the Key West with John A. Uh, you know what I mean? You know how there were multiple. Right. Right. Um. And he, oh, and Paula Walnuts is like 10 years sober now or something. Good for her. I didn't even know she was sober. I and mean, I follow her on Instagram, but I think I unfollowed because I was like, Paula, why am I still following you? Excuse me. Okay. Any other topics you want to discuss? Are you currently reading, watching, listening to anything? No. That you want to shout out to? Just Sex Lives of College Girls. I just started. Lovely. I'm going to start and... Starstruck soon. Oh my God, Brian. I know because I never I watched the first episode and I was like meh but I need a new show and Juliet and Amanda recommended so much and Aaron and Jen and I wanted a new show to all watch and I think they would both like it too so shout out Aaron and Jen I think that you'll enjoy it okay one final question I have oh we didn't get into our segments yet but one question I have for you is so you and I both listen to a lot of podcasts but you always like fast forward all the commercials but do you ever like hear any of the commercials here and there Yes, because there are certain sponsors that if you have a podcast and you have like 20 listeners, they'll be like, we want to advertise like there are some of them that are so like ubiquitous it everywhere in these podcasts. So can you list for me like the top three or five you think are like the most thirsty of these sponsors that you hear like all the time and would like call a podcast with 10 listeners? Well, I think it's changed. Okay. Like I would say like a year ago, it was all like ZipRecruiter. Mm, they're still yeah third love oh see i didn't and, hear that one a lot in oh my, my god podcasts. third love was all on a ferris but i haven't listened to on a ferris in probably over a year wow what are you chris pratt yes um 
but now now it's like for other podcasts mm, yeah depending on like what kind of podcast network you listen to yeah and also i listen to like the vanity fair um award season so they also promote bro like, like babylon and like movies because like mm. they you know that people are listening to this to learn about oscar movies so the oscar movies get promoted on that i suppose that's true yeah but i really do fast forward through the commercials because literally there any podcast i start listening to and they like don't have any sponsors or ads yet they're like you know homegrown the first sponsor they always get is manscaped.com i've never heard of this because we listen to very different podcasts but it's like yeah. manscaped me undies and then this one, yeah. I think you'll hear a lot. Betterhelp.com. They're fucking mm. everywhere. Once in a while. Not often. Sometimes I do get Brooklyn in. Yeah. yeah. I do get, a, you know, some Michael Phelps here. Michael for BetterHelp? Yes. Oh, I was like, what is Michael Phelps talking about? Smoking weed? Mm. Rolling fatties? It was a troubling time, Ryan. Okay. Um, so one topic we talked, a segment we talked about doing is current event of the week where either I bring a current event to you and you have to explain to me what's going on or you bring one to me and I have to say if I've even heard of it because I do not follow current events. Like pop culture doesn't really count, but like I don't really ever know what's going on in the world to an extent. And sometimes like really big things will happen and weeks later you and like our family would be talking about it and I'd be like, what happened? And you guys were like, you didn't hear about that? So do you have any current events? Like uh... I didn't even know, like, is, is Maura Healy technically governor yet? Like, when does that start? No. For um, just the Commonwealth of Massachusetts listeners, that will be, like, a presidential inauguration in January. That's what I thought. But I was like, oh, she won? Right. I, like, I didn't even look at who won, even though I did vote. She won. Okay. Um, I don't have anything. Um, not I mean, your you New York Magazine game kind of filled in for it, but... Yeah, not that you care, but there is a rail strike that oh, I actually just averted. Yeah, but I the, saw a bunch of comments on Instagram about that. But the bad thing is that with the rail strike, they the union or not the union, the rail union, but like Congress and Biden didn't allow them to have like sick days, which I understand at one point because like we need this stuff and we need the economy to keep moving, so we need the rails. But like they're like human beings, like everyone else, like they get sick and they need sick days you can't just let them use up all their vacation days like you know that's what it was biden posted i follow biden on instagram sorry everyone and um, president biden so sorry and he posted about like you know the holocaust was real anti-semitism is like not okay aka he's only laughing because this should not be something that he should have said it's yeah because kanye's crazy Right. Um, and that, yeah, that it's such a like sweep in the year of our Lord 2022. Like, let it leave the Jewish people alone. Right. And all the comments were like, what about the railroad people getting their days off? Why we should be able to have days off? Like, it was all about that. And I was like, oh, interesting. This is what the American people are mad about right now. Right. Also, for us Commonwealth and Massachusetts listeners who helped on this, um, Secretary of Labor, um, Maddie Walsh. Walsh. Yeah. And he's a big friend to the union. So he kind of didn't F you to the unions being like. But when you say they diverted it, what does that mean? So they're not going to get their days off? Well, no, there's not going to be a rail strike. Oh, but what did he give them in return to not have the strike? You don't know? I don't know. <laughs> okay. All right, moving right along from that fun topic. Um, so one thing I wanted to ask you was a superlative question of the week. And for an example, one we did off pod was, what is your favorite coat that Anne Hathaway wears in Devil Wears Prada when, you know, they do the scene with all the coats and mm -hmm. you answered the right answer, I think, is with the white coat and she has like a a, a hat on that's kind of like a... Yeah, but I don't like the hat. Kind of like a railroad worker cap if I'm really <laughs> thinking of it. Uh, but my question for you this week, your superlative question is, what was the most embarrassing thing about your Spotify wrapped? Um... I don't think it's embarrassing, but Hanson was your number one artist, number one artist, number one song, but only because I was like re-listening to that album over and over again right before we saw them. So I would know all the words. But if we went back in time, they've probably been your number one artist a couple of years in a row, I'd imagine. One hundred percent. Yeah. See, like mine is how much Machine Gun Kelly is in there. I feel like what? I'm 
fading out of that phase and I'm going to look back and be like embarrassed. It's like when I used to be really into 21 pilots and then I got two years older and I was like, why did I like this so much? I and I feel think, like that's what's happening with Machine Gun Kelly. You I'm know, embarrassed at how much I listen to him. It's a snapshot of our lives. I don't think it's anything to be embarrassed about. Okay. I mean, right. I don't know if I've ever heard a Machine Gun Kelly song that's like not been on the radio. So, yeah, no. I was like, but you've heard them. Them? Machine like on the Kelly? radio? No, you've heard them, meaning the songs on the radio. Yes. I, I was going to ask him, did he change his If he changed his pronouns, no, I do not believe so um any new current ryan hyper fixations i mean i think we're still working with some of the ones we already had which is sex lives with college girls matt rogers that's not a hyper fixation though sex lives with college girls like you don't have gear you're not seeing them but live. We're, we're getting there i'm looking you know watching the youtube videos i'm learning about the sun yeah so maybe not yet maybe it's on the brink yeah but yeah matt rogers and taker montgomery still women's soccer those are the three that are you know and i fell off um stranger things like a season or two ago is the show even good or you just think he's hot that's the thing i so i watched stranger things for the first time this summer and i got like really into it but i don't know i don't think the show is good like season four i really didn't like and a lot of people did but i don't know if that's just because billy's my favorite character and he's not in it so i was like meh or I think part of it was it was like they were doing too much and the episodes were too long. I think seasons like one th- through three of Stranger Things is good. And especially season two, I enjoyed. Um, and yeah, I just got like really into it. But I think because I got really into like David Harbour and Jager right. Montgomery and Winona, obviously. I don't know if it's so much like I love the show. Now I'm just in the like culture of it all, like in the fan fiction world of it all. I'm not really like re-watching episodes of the show though right you know yeah well i think um a lot of your obsessions do do that focus on one person or oh you gotta have a favorite right and even if you don't there was like the something show. recently and i was like i think i know why i don't like this that much because i don't have like a favorite i forget what right. it was but it was something like that hard knocks <laughs> Not, <laughs> i don't even know who's on it this year um, they're doing an in-season hard knocks, which I don't understand. Mm. Because they know people doing. like it. So they, yeah, they're like, we'll make money if we make another one, I guess. Um, it was Detroit Lions, and I would recommend to you. I think you'd find some gems that you would like in there. If I'm going to go back and watch hard knocks. I, that's fine. Although Anders Holm says it's the best show on television. <laughs> really? Yeah. He was like, because he used to not watch it. And then like one of the workaholics writers was like, oh, you should watch the show. And he's like, it's the greatest show on television. <laughs> Okay, and as we will end every episode with is Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon, and oh. I'll explain Six Degrees. Well, first, what I'll do is I'll give you your your person. It's it's a softball. I wanted to start you off easy, wow. and then while you think, I'll explain what Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon is for those who are living under a rock and don't know what it is. Okay, so your episode one, Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon, is Charlie Day. Um, so what Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon is, I don't know when it was started. I think mid-90s. The idea was that Kevin Bacon was in a lot of things and it was like everyone was connected to him but to some degree. And the rules are it's only films. So you can't be like, oh, he was on an episode of Will and Grace with Sean Hayes. So then that counts to get to Deborah Messing or something. It has to be film only. And what the game is, is you are given an actor and you have to connect them to Kevin Bacon in the least amount of degrees possible. So an example of zero degrees would be like Steve Carell. You'd be like, oh, Steve Carell was in Crazy Stupid Love with Kevin Bacon. They were in the same movie. So that's zero degrees. And then you might go out to like one degree, which is like Kevin Bacon wasn't a few good men with Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise was in Tropic Thunder with Ben Stiller. And that's how you get Ben Stiller to Kevin Bacon. And that would be one degree of separation, for example. So that is the game. Jillian's pretty good at You're talking, so I can't even think right now. Oh, well, I just thought this one would be so easy, but (laughs) I did it while I was walking Clark on the beach the other day. Oh, my goodness. And then I was, like, thinking of a lot of examples, and I was like, so many are men. I'm not going to have men every week. No, no, no. So next week, I'm going to have a woman. Okay. I'll have a woman. All right, so it was Charlie Day. So how does Charlie Day, using only films, go well, get mean, back to Kevin Bacon? I 
and this is going to be a terrible podcast segment because I feel like I need quiet and to think. So it's going to okay. be stupid. But just going off what you just said about um, Kevin Bacon was in A Few Good Men with Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise was in Tropic Thunder with Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller was in Along Came Polly with Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston was in Harbour Walsh's with Charlie Day. So it was Jennifer Aniston who I connected through. Was he not? She was in a 90s movie with Kevin Bacon. What movie? Wasn't she? It what wasn't Picture Perfect, but it was a movie like that. Or Picture it, Perfect. He's in Picture, Picture Perfect. Perfect. Yes. So that's what I did. So my example, God, Jill, that was bad, um, was Kevin Bacon was in the movie Picture Perfect with Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston was in Horrible Bosses with Charlie Day. They were only separated by one degree, which the degree is Jennifer Aniston. But I'm going to disqualify you because you didn't even know the name of the movie. I did know it was Picture Perfect, but then you had me rattled. <laughs> okay. Okay, Jill. Well, those are all the things. You know, I was thinking it'd be funny if, like, um, we were on a podcast and you were like, "Oh, you have to take that out for work or something," like, you know, whatever. And I left it in to be vindictive, and then our whole relationship was ruined. Wouldn't that be wow. funny? No. Wouldn't that be funny if we just like ruined everything? <laughs> no, it would not be funny. Okay. Thank you so much for your time. Oh my God. Thanks. And stay tuned in next week and we'll let you know how six and Matt Rogers. Have you heard of Christmas was? Oh yes, yes, yes. Okay. Bye. See you then.